What happens when robots take over the world? We all don't have to work more. You're listening to Jump Sembang Malaysia. So, Miss Juita Suito, have you heard about Chat GPT? I have. Have you tried touching it? Uh, Using it? Because when we were in Singapore, my friend uh, was like at the site. And then she said, oh yeah, it's at full capacity or something, so we couldn't go in. Uh, oh, I haven't like personally tried it or logged in. But I have seen videos about it and how to use Cool. So, actually, ChatGPT, I think it was, f- uh, I don't know lah, I might be stereotyping. It was first picked up by a lot of writers in the country. Mm. Maybe because it's about written words, you yes. see. So, yeah. uh, it's quite uh, a thing. And uh, being a copywriter myself, um, my clients are all turning to ChatGPT mm. and not me. Because they can tell ChatGPT to, hey, I would like to sell a computer, write me a nice headline. And yeah. then ChatGPT give give them 10 options in one second. Obviously, Gina can't beat that because yeah. Gina brains it to think. So that brought up a lot of attention in the writing world first. Okay. Uh, not so much as the visual world because I, I think before ChatGPT, there was this uh, AI image generator. Yes, yes. It also caused a big hoo-ha in the industry. Lah. The illustrator one, right? Yeah. Correct. The one that can draw anything you want mm. them to draw and stuff like that. So it was like, whoa, all the artists felt threatened, the painter, the illustrator and whatever not. And then came chat GPT and all the writers went, oh, <laughs> which is going a little bit of a craziness here. Lah. So just in case, if you don't know what chat GPT about, since uh, Juita watched so much video, she can tell you. Lo. Okay, okay. So <laughs> to me, right, chat GPT is like having Gina next to you. <laughs> right, funny. But, but, hundred times faster. And Gina's quite fast, okay? <laughs> I mean, you can tell her, okay, hey, I need to put a post about, I don't know, whatever lah. Uh, and then she like, uh, five minutes later, pop, come out already, you know, WhatsApp, you know? It's like, she just needs to be in the mood for it and it pop makeups. But no, chat GPT, you can tell the guy, well, you type it in lah, right? Uh, oh, I need to write a, like, like you just said, right? Uh, a text for this poster, which is about whatever, whatever. And then you press... Enter and prrrr, the cursor already starts going. Like it's good, it's in perfect English. It's good. It's and, too perfect English. And it's it's like it's talking to you. Okay, so Chat GPT is kind of like a buddy who talks to you. Yeah, that's why it's called Chat GPT. Yeah, yeah. You know? Chat, <laughs> chat. But this buddy has the entire Google information inside it its it. brain, Correct. right? And he doesn't need to have time to type it out it just is already in there so whatever he he spits out (laughs) literally spits out is already coming from all that info so he can okay so you can talk to him oh um okay i haven't tried lah right but apparently uh you can ask him so what do you think the weather would be like today and he'll he'll answer like as if it was a buddy texting back to you lah oh it's gonna rain Yeah, it's going. It's going to rain. So you know, maybe prepare an umbrella. Like it's not just so factual. Like it's going to rain. Like Siri might say it, it's going to rain. <laughs> but this guy is a bit more of a friendly tone, lah. So at first, right when we first started talking about ChatGPT, I thought it was like, oh, you ask it to because everybody was talking about how it's used to um, do their assignments, lah, okay. or write, you know, write scripts, lah, or that. that that kind of thing. I didn't realize that it literally can talk to you one. So there was this uncle who was talking about it, and suddenly I realized that, eh, 
this is so much better than okay, sad to say lah, Google, huh? Because you have to type in the thing and then it will come back with that search thing, right? Correct. So you have 10 articles. Whereas ChatGPT has already summarized all of that for you in a conversation. It's it's kind of like, you know, when you're listening to a podcast about a certain topic, they've already digested and like <laughs> uh, telling you about it and just listening to it. But this one is reading lah, right? But it's not like reading an article. And you know how annoying it is when you read Google uh, thing. Sometimes it's not what you're looking for. And then you have to find another article that talks about that. But another. But sometimes ChatGPT also gives you something that you're not looking for. And all you need to do is just press regenerate a different answer. Exactly. Or, oh, actually I'm not looking for that particular one. Can you tell me about the other? <laughs> or, you know, if you're looking for a definition, the other type of speaker. <laughs> not the, like not the house speaker, but the, yeah, the, the, the audio speaker, whatever. Lah. Then he'll talk to you. Lah. So actually, I think uh, for the writer part, we really find that it really changes the ball game, lah. Mm. So I was uh, there's this girl on my social media, who's like really crazy about this ChatGPT thing. She started off with AI, uh, artificial intelligence is not good, blah blah blah. Mm. To uh, let's try to use this, blah blah blah. To now, I use it for everything, <laughs> blah blah blah. Cause she's also a teacher. Ah. So th- there was a debate between uh students' assignments and stuff like that. Ah. And it came to the latest post was, oh, I'm publishing a book, 20 short stories written by me and ChatGPT. Wow. I was like, wow. And all within the span of three weeks. She got converted. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised because uh, she's a writer who really likes to highlight issues like racism ah. or um, poverty and stuff like okay. that. So when she started chatting with this ChatGPT and say, hi, write me a story about a girl who fell in love, uh, a forbidden love in Malaysia. Uh-huh. And then the chat GPT churned out this. Uh, this uh, Suri girl is a Malay who went and blah, blah, but she, she likes to eat pork and she has a forbidden love with pork. Oh, but no. she's a Muslim, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, it's exactly the kind of racism and stereotype story that we have in Malaysia. Of course, because chat GPT is gleaning all that from, from Google, isn't it? Correct. So but it the is... fact for it to be that accurate at this beta launch is quite interesting. To be able to pinpoint Malaysia's uh, problem or so-called the big conflicts that we always mm, have mm, mm. means that we have inputted a lot of this conflict and into the, the internet. And even the unspoken ones, right? Yeah, <laughs> like pork eating is forbidden love, like hello. So maybe maybe the internet is where we say things that we wouldn't say in person. Like you wouldn't say that uh, in your normal everyday conversation. But because internet is like too... Everybody but nobody in particular. Yeah, so the internet so, holds the biggest secrets of the world. Yeah, man. Wow. Anyway, it's transforming the way things work, not just uh, writtenly. There's other AI. Of course, ChatGPT is like the... We're not sponsored by ChatGPT. Yes. Okay. They don't need sponsor right now. But that is like the most <laughs> talked about right now because it's the easiest thing to use and everyone could use it. So even like my, my mom can just check, hey, teach me how to cook bakute or something. Yeah. It happens. But there are other forms of um, AI as well, which we will talk a little bit more when we come back from the commercial break. Don't go away. This episode is brought to you by CMate Communications. We now integrate AI into our services. So if you are looking at a storyboard and then you want something that's churned out within two seconds just because you're the client, yes, we can do that now with the AI help. So feel free to hit us up on um, Facebook page, CMate Communications, C-M-A-T-E Communications. See you there. I promise there's no AI robots answering your questions. <laughs> 
Okay, back from the commercial break. So there's different types of AI. Uh, mm. Of course, I like just now I mentioned the first one is the image generator thing, which uh, we have people who generate an entire children book just using this a image generator. Mm. Okay, so it's like you need to spend time also. Like, actually, you need to spend time to input. Like, I want yes. the red riding hood painted in what way or whatever not. Yeah. And then there's, of course, now the typing robot that is your personal virtual assistant called ChatGPT and yeah. something similar to it. And then you have other things like um, voice over AI. Oh, with video and all. Yeah, the voice over <laughs> AI is quite scary. You know, you just put in your script and then choose the kind of person you want and just press play and then the mouth start moving. Blah, that is blah, scary. Blah, 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 that is scary. But I think the most uh, scary thing or for me is very intriguing now that's very related to you is hey, I write songs too. <laughs> what do you think about that, Miss Jita Subito? What do I think about that? Okay, so I have always looked at songwriting as a personal expression. Okay. But that's just me. There are people who churn out songs because their job is churning out songs. But I think expression is a good thing. Uh, and in that sense, AI is really helpful because some people want to express but cannot write songs so the AI write for them. Oh. Yeah, perhaps. You know, so sometimes like just having that that moment of inspiration, uh, of course, being able to... That whole journey for me is very important. Lah, from having that, that seed of thought and then how it develops into telling that story through a song or, you know, generating that, that whole thing, the words and then the melody. For me, it's, it's a journey, you know. And if, uh, <laughs> I don't know, if I had, if I pressed the button and just said, oh, write me a song about how I'm feeling now, which is blah, 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 blah. And plop, it comes out. Then, as a songwriter, I feel it would have cut short my process. It's like journaling, you know. Okay. You know, when you journal, you sit down and you, you kind of, phrase what comes out first it, it's it's how your thought is processing everything but if I was going to say uh, okay chat GPT write me a journal this is what I did today uh, one two three four five and then it, it writes it out for you it's not like you've actually processed it in your mind I the suppose we always say that when we write something or we create something it's part of the processing process yeah so I wouldn't say there's anything necessarily wrong with uh, with an AI generated song Ooh, that rhymes is that could have been a song <laughs> yeah probably you can just ask them to write a million verses with the same team <laughs> but then how personal is it is another story lah because I, I always say that you know when a person hears a song that had a very very personal um, beginning that they can feel it so my curiosity is whether or not that same thing can happen with an AI-generated song. But if it's just party-party, then okay lah. If it's a party song, then why not? Celebrate good times. But even that came from some emotion, right? True, true, true. So, I, I don't know. I don't know whether they could generate that kind of emotion lah. Uh, emotion maybe lah. Maybe the emotion that they want to do is just through melody, not a human express emotion. But I strongly um, agree with the part where you talk about, you know, the self-expression when it comes to art. Mm. Um, every art has to come with a story and mm. the story is personal la. if it's personal enough people can feel it yeah. but if it's common enough people cannot feel it <laughs> okay so like uh, the recent example that I've tweeted some time yes. back you know I was tweeting about uh, Pink's new song was it Trust For or something like that the album uh. yeah so right it's like I've always listened to Pink when I was growing up okay, like I like some too. of the songs and the vocals are like you know okay it's like something it's that pink, I look out for la. Yeah, yeah. I might not like subscribe 
diligently, but I do look out for. So when the when she has a new song come out, my hopes were quite high. Mm-hmm. So then the next one came this girl called Miley Cyrus, which okay. everyone know. Uh, which of course I also know, but her kind of music has not been the kind I would subscribe. I okay. wouldn't go looking for it, you know, All that right. kind of thing. Okay. But because her current song, Flowers, came with so much backstory, personal backstory that a robot could never have expressed. Right? And I believe that that backstory really brought her song so much further. Mm. You know, and the lyrics, the way it's being used is so direct, it's relatable that people can just... If someone can take your music and do TikTok, huh, your song very relatable <laughs> already. Okay? But if someone wants to use your music on TikTok, huh, and then they go, oh, the lyrics are, cannot suit 101 storyline or the melody doesn't come with 101 storyline, then uh, I don't use... But it also gives you an indication of how relatable something is on a personal level. Um, hmm. And I think in life, a lot of things are quite universal. For example, how falling in love is universal. Hmm. Uh, not falling in love is also falling universal. Falling out of love. Yes. <laughs> and th- those kind of stuff. So it is uh, quite an expression. Not to say that Pink's is not an uh, expression, but probably it wasn't from a very deep personal story. So it was harder for us to like, hey, this common st- or general storyline hmm. a not, bit okay. hard to I, I hear where you're coming from. But I don't. I wouldn't say that Pink's song necessarily, or any other person's song who didn't make it as big as Miley Cyrus's one lah, necessarily came from a place of less uh, emotion or correct. It's just different lah. So, for example, Miley's one was smart, right? It was it's a very very smart idea. But the fact that it got picked up. So my my question is, wow, was it so obvious that her fans picked it up? Or was it a planted thought like, oh, hey, check it out. Hey, the song ah, is about that one. So who came up with the idea is... Uh, it could be a marketing gimmick as well. Yeah, it could be a marketing gimmick. So I don't know. To me, maybe it was more of the way it was marketed that that highlighted all those things that people read more into it. You know, sometimes actually it's not even there. Like yeah. I had songs out that I actually didn't mean, mean something there, but people read into it. Like your books also, right? Because they started thinking about it. And the more you think, it goes deeper. But if you don't think, then it's just another song. Like, it's just white noise. Ah. Correct. So I think at the end of the day, right, um, a robot is just a robot. Lah. Mm. Okay, There's the human has to bring in so much of this element, the backstory, the back thinking, the gimmick, marketing yeah. gimmick. And the forward thinking. You can say, hello, robot, please tell me a uh, marketing gimmick. They can. Uh, they can, but it might not be as impactful because it doesn't have that personal journey that you have. Or that context of the Correct. community and what is special to them. Correct. Yeah. So, which which actually brings me to that question, to, to this question, right? How would I, and I've been asking myself this question, how would I use AI to um, complement or to improve, uh, to make my work easier? La, Correct. Know? Okay, because... All this time, it's been, oh, yo, it's like, oh, plagiarism lah. People are using it for assignment lah, whoa, 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 that kind of thing. Uh, and it's been seen in a bad light, right? But now I'm wondering, how can I use it to make my life so much easier and faster so that I can concentrate on the creative stuff that I enjoy doing rather than Correct. yeah having sometimes to write emails. You know how long I take to write email, right? <laughs> yeah, I can write 10 emails before she write one. Yeah, so yeah. you chat GPT or Gina. <laughs> so right, um, yeah. So actually, so the, this girl I was talking about, that was uh, all about the whole AI thing, writing stories and stuff like that. She's a teacher, right? Mm. So she recently uh, got this uh, debate or rather approval, uh, approval on the debate 
on how the students can use AI for their assignments. Okay. It's, it's first started with ban, ban, ban kind of thing. But it goes uh. to a point where, hey, you AI also, you need to use your brain to input, yes. right? Yeah. So we should actually value that. And teach people how to use it, How right? to use it. Yeah. So now it's incorporated that way to help uh, students who cannot articulate their thoughts to mm. use AI or who uh, use AI as a research so that they can build more thoughts. Build more ideas, build more opinions, you know. Or build more like understanding that. even, Correct. isn't it? Yeah. It's like, hey, I don't understand this. Please give me another answer. Please give me an answer. Until yeah. you explain it in a way that I can understand yes. it. So I think in a way that AI is something that at first people was like, wow, it won't take over the world. Like, you know, <laughs> like what they say, ah, you have a calculator. Calculator won't take over the world <laughs> because we have a backers. A backers, yeah. A backers. <laughs> abacus. I yeah, that one. I can't remember that, how to say that. The Chinese one, okay? Uh, so, and then look at where calculator is now. It's not just plus, minus, multiply, divide. It has what? All these formulas on it. Uh, yes. You know? Same one. thing with AI, la, I think. In a way, if you don't embrace it, 20 years down the road, it will be so much more at once and you want to embrace it, it'll be like, oh, so hard. So, while yeah, it's starting like now, <laughs> yeah, let's start with the basic since they are already basic, so we better together, together and see how it can improve the life. Lah. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, if you have to choose, what kind of AI would you be looking at? I think either the Illustrator or a ChatGPT. Cool. Because like, you know, have to write grants. The flag can write in other language some more. Yeah. So that would be awesome. Those would be my first tool, I think. Great. What about you guys? Please do tell us in the comment. Oh, better still, leave us a voice note. See you in the next episode. Jom Sembang Malaysia is hosted by two Malaysian friends who are passionate about Malaysian stuff. Stay tuned every week for a brand new Sembang session with Juwita Suito and Gina Yap Layung.